Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, we wanted to take a minute to remind you all of the event that we're putting on this holiday season, Gamebury 2019. As we've mentioned before, we're partnering with St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital and Cohen's Children's Medical Center to bring a gaming holiday experience to some truly amazing children. But you know we can't do it alone, so that's why we're giving you the chance to not only earn some extra content, but even get some exclusive podcast merchandise. At the time of recording, we've raised just short of $500. That's wow. already an amazing amount, but we're not done. We've got a lot further to go and a lot more money to raise. And don't forget about our Amazon wishlist. We've already talked about how we worked with our partners to find out exactly what these amazing kids have been asking for and made shopping simple and easy for you. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to GameMarksPod.com donate to make your donation today. What do you think, John? Gamebury 2019? Play it forever? Ooh, yeah! And now, introducing the hottest new tag team in podcasting, George Feast, Johnny Clash, The Game Mars! Welcome to episode number 16 of the Game Marks Podcast. My name is George Feast, and I, as always, am here with my tag team partner, independent wrestler Johnny Clash. Hello. Each week on this podcast, we break down the good, the bad, and the awesome of wrestling video games and give our rating of Play It Forever or Future Endeavor. This week on the podcast, we are playing WWE Survivor Series for the Game Boy Advance. But before we get into that, what's up, John? How are you, man? Hey, Derek Broussard just scored. Hey, that's great. That's great news. As we are recording this... uh. It is the week of Thanksgiving. As you are listening to this, it is the Monday after Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Cyber Monday, technically. Happy Cyber Monday. <laughs> Any uh, big Black Friday purchases, Georgie? 
No, this is this is the first year that we're taking it easy. We uh, the last three or four years we went crazy because we had to like get all the furnishings and all the odds and ends for for the house. But now uh, now we're good, so we're gonna pump the brakes, take it easy this year, and not deal go. with all the, all the chaos and yeah. and insanity of Black Friday. What about you? Well, I said I wanted the gaming PC, but I don't think I'm gonna do it anymore i i I don't i I don't hate your your new plan i don't even know if i have a plan anymore i just really wanted to play gears of war and that was kind of my only way to do it without buying an xbox which is like a quarter of the price of a pc well i thought your plan was if you weren't going to do gaming pc you were going to go console and either get an xbox or get a switch i'm still confused (laughs) i still don't know what i want to do Okay, well, so you know what I want you to do? Make a, uh, make a like, nice like we Venn said, diagram? Well, no, as we're recording, we said that this is, the, uh, this is the week of Thanksgiving. I would like you to cut yourself in right here. I bought nothing. Spent all my money on Ninja Turtles and wrestling action figures. And now we know what you ended up going with. Okay, I hope a future me decides well if anything you will definitely know to do it when you cut up the audio (laughs) yeah that's for sure (laughs) so uh let's do a little follow-up from last week man what do you say sure how uh how was the response from power moves pro wrestling that you saw a lot of people said that they did like playing the game growing up a lot of people still had it i had one person say they loved it but then as soon as they took it out of their PlayStation, they just kind of never put it back in. Because I guess then, you know, the Smackdowns and all that came out. Well, yeah, it kind of goes back to like what we were saying last week when we were actually playing it. Where if that was the game that was your first entry or like a substantial entry into your childhood gaming experience, then that's probably one that would stay with you and that you would have great memories of. But that just wasn't our game. so. Yeah, and I don't mean the SmackDowns because, I mean, there was Warzone and all that first, so. Yeah. I don't want to get slaughtered again for giving misinformation about Warzone. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But hey, you know what? It's a little different episode this week. Uh, Not too different, but we're drinking. We're just just As we're recording. We're chilling. Yeah, we don't have to be at work for for the next four days. It's great. We got... Hockey, what are you, hockey what are in the drinking? background. I'm, I'm drinking? drinking some Canadian Canadian Club Canadian whiskey, 1858. Oh, I've had that. It's yeah. nice and I know silky exactly smooth, and is. I mix it with some Dr. Brown's cherry cola. Ooh, yeah, that does sound good. All right, what are you drinking? I have a Bolero Snort Brewery Mootopia. It is a... A what now? Eight, it is a... Bolero Snort Brewery, which is a brewery in Pennsylvania, and they have a beer called Mootopia. The great it is Mootopia? a double IPA, a gentleman's 8.1%. Shout out to Top Shelf Troy Nelson. But yeah, this is a, this is a good beer. Bolero Snort's one of my favorite breweries. Definitely go and check them out if you are a fan of IPAs and just great beer in general. But... I think that we should dive into some 
gaming news. What do you say? Let's do it. Really, uh, holiday season. We're getting some some sales numbers, possibly for the two K twenty. Now wait, I have a quick question. Okay. If you had to guess where that where two K twenty ranks in terms of because we know all the backlash and all the issues that happen with the launch of the game. We've had two substantial big patches and there are three pretty significant DLC packs still to come. Do you think the big patches combined with the coming DLC and the fact that there is now, as of recording, a huge digital download sale where the game is like 40 or 50% off? Oh, it's like 39.99 right now. I'm sorry, 29.99 right now. Do you think that's enough to save it for the holiday season? I think so. I don't think the game needs to be saved to begin with because a lot of... All right, it's the same as wrestling. I'm going to put it this way. You get the people that cry on Twitter about wrestling, right? They're not yeah. the majority of the audience. The audience is the little kids with the dads that bring them to the shows and the little sister who's watching with them. Those are the kids that watch wrestling, not the little butthole dwellers that lay on Twitter and bash whatever. I think it's the yeah, same so with video games because everyone's bashing this game. The who the Twitter majority mostly like kids are going to buy this game and they're going to ask for it for Christmas. So I don't think it's going to hurt it. That's at a all. good point. That's a good point. But you know, we come from the generation of like you know, we grew up during the Attitude Era. We lived through PG and ruthless aggression, and now we're here. Yeah. I actually and saw a tweet the other day that showed a 90s crowd which was covered in signs every person in the audience had a sign and the caption was we replaced signs with cell phones i gotta be honest with you i don't know this was a debate that came up on either another podcast or i was just having a conversation with like wrestling friends about it do you miss the days of a ton of signs because i feel like when i was a kid and I went to shows. I hated how many signs there were because I was already, you know, you go to wrestling shows as like a nine or ten year old kid. You're already short. Yeah. So to have a bunch of things in your way that obstructing your view kind of sucks. Oh, yeah. I used to make them, but then I would always end up being like either way up top and like no one cared up there. And uh, one time. Like I love them because they were great. Yeah, I went to a Nitro in 1998. And I, we all brought signs, and we ended up being against the hard cam, so couldn't even see them. <laughs> they told us to take them down. <laughs> what, did, uh, what did your sign say? I think it was a Jericho sign. Okay. I went to a show at the Coliseum. I believe it was a raw taping, and I had a sign that said, Vinny's got a sweet tooth. Oh, okay. That was, that was, my, that was my sign, because I was a big fan of that whole hospital skit <laughs> all right so that was a little nice little tangent about old school wrestling and signs and stuff but back to gaming news so the point of all this the launch week sales of the game were said to be 28 percent down compared to 2k19 2k19 sold 364,738 the first week so 
if you do a little math, you subtract the 28%, you get 262,611, not to be exact. So that is the lowest since the debut of 2K. I have a chart here. I mentioned it a few episodes ago. So number one, 2K15, then 2K16, 17, 18, 14, and number six was 19. So this makes 2K20 number seven in the 2K series. So I saw a very interesting comment where somebody said, if we want a better quality of game, we should boycott the company, boycott the game, and not make, and, you know, let them know that we don't want to buy the game. Now, I don't agree with that because of one major thing. If no one buys the game, there's no incentive to make a game for the next year. And have them yeah. fix all the things that they screwed up. I know that if I were the devs and the publishers for this game, and I saw the blowback and the reaction from all of this, I'm 2K21 is probably going to be the best wrestling game that we've had in decades. Just because I 2K20 so. was such a just a clusterfuck of just glitches and bugs and just horrible 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 i don't even know the word at this point just with there's too many things to like an umbrella term yeah so hopefully they listen but however the game debuted number two in the u.s video game charts for the first week under modern warfare which how are you going to compete with a juggernaut like call of duty right and it was number seven in the best-selling game list for October of 2019. Yeah, that was a little rough being number seven. But also, we mentioned the Google Stadia is now out. It's now running. Um, they're actually offering refunds right now if you purchase Tomb Raider Definitive Edition and Farming Simulator 19 Platinum Edition. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm going to get Farming Simulator 19, I'm getting the damn Platinum Edition. Yeah. But, because these games are now free for the month of December. And with the Stadia only being out for a week at this point, if you bought it, that's kind of pointless since it's free in two weeks. And it's actually kind of cool that they're already launching with like a, a free game incentive and stuff like that. Yeah, and this thing's only 129 which is not bad. No, it's not bad at all. And they recently just announced that they're increasing the game list at launch. Hmm. So they added, like, another 10 or 15 titles. I mean, I have the list in front of me if you want me to just read through it. Yeah, give us, like, the, the top. Okay, so the big ones, uh, you have Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you have Borderlands 3, you have Cyberpunk, uh, there's Doom, Doom Eternal, you mentioned Farming Simulator, Platinum Edition. Uh, there's oh, to- gotta go Platinum and Farm Simulator. Oh, absolutely. Tom Clancy Ghost Recon, the new Marvel Avengers game, Mortal Kombat 11, NBA 2K20, Rage 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, the Tomb Raider game you touched on, Tom Clancy's The Division 2, Watchdog Legion, and Wolfenstein Youngblood, which... Those are all top names. Yeah, there's, there's way more. There's probably about 10 to 15 games that I didn't even list, but those are like some big titles. It's 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 cool. Now, to is see that the Avengers game that's not coming out until May of this year? This I year? do I do believe it is the new Marvel Avengers game. 
Okay, so that's cool that they announced it ahead of time. Yeah, and you know, there's Destiny on there, which I don't know if you've dabbled in Destiny no, before, but it is a thing. now free to play game, and it is glorious. Now back to this Avengers game. What do you think? You're gonna like it. You gonna buy it? I'm torn. It looks great, but I just I don't know. I've been burned before with Marvel Avenger games, and I honestly think the last game that I played like that was Ultimate Alliance Two for the like GameCube or Wii. What about you? I I think it looks pretty good. I just everyone needs to get out of the the movie bubble where they're trying to compare like, oh, his suit doesn't actually look like that. Well, yeah, because you are a movie dweller. That's why. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is it supposed to be? Is it supposed to be a Marvel Avengers game, or is it supposed to be a Marvel Cinematic Universe game? That's the big which difference. It's, it's not. Yeah. Well, then I don't. Th- to me, that doesn't matter. I don't need Chris Evans being Captain America and you know Mark Ruffalo being the Hulk. It would be nice, but I understand that game developers have budgets, and these are you know famous, exactly. very expensive actors. <laughs> exactly so anyway I mean that's really all I have for gaming news do you want to get to the question of the week oh yeah baby and this week the question of the week is sponsored by Galvanize Grips Galvanize Grips sells customized controller grips skins and other cool items to enhance your gaming experience their grips fit on PS4 and Xbox One controllers and come in a variety of different colors and patterns to match your gaming style Check out their shop at galvanizedgrips.com and use code GAMEMARKS at checkout to receive 10% off. That's galvanizedgrips.com and use code G-A-M-E-M-A-R-K-S to save 10% on checkout. I mean, we talk about this pretty much every week, man, but how great are those galvanized grips? Yeah, I mean, use our code. Get them. See for yourself. Do a little uh, video. Show us. We'll, We'll post it. Oh yeah, absolutely, and you know, we we may we may be giving away a couple pairs too, and the game Bri, like you heard at the beginning of the episode. But you know, hey, donate a dollar, and you could be entered to win some. So yeah, yeah, that's right. There you go. And as low as a dollar, you could be entered in all the giveaways, including a signed copy of Two K Twenty by none other than a friend of the pod and motion cap AEW superstar and motion cap expert. Chris Statlander. Well, I guess that's like an incentive for someone to actually want 2K20. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll take it. Anyway, <laughs> so this week is my question for you. All right. I'm the, ready, Johnny boy. Hit me with it. In the spirit of the holiday season, in the spirit of Thanksgiving happening, I want to know if you could pick three wrestlers, dead or alive, who would you want to have Thanksgiving dinner with? That is not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was asking? I thought your question was going to be like, what's your favorite like, Thanksgiving side? Nope. Ours were like top three things to eat at Thanksgiving. This is, a, this is I mean, great. Come on. All right, so I'm going... Stone Cold, The Rock. No. no. First... First person that came, I'm just going to try to go as topical as 
It, as it just comes into my mind. So I'm going to say Mick Foley. I'm going to say okay. Ric Flair. The laughs. What did you say? Mick Foley could definitely bring that, the, like, the laughs, like the weird uncle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking... I'm thinking Mick Foley. I'm thinking Ric Flair. And I'm taking Undertaker. Ooh, Undertaker. Okay. So you got the crazy, the weird uncle. You got the crazy grandpa who's just wooing and sipping. Oh, on whiskey I was, the I was night. going, I was going funny uncle, drunk uncle, weird uncle. Yeah, yeah. Then you got like Uncle <laughs> Taker in the corner, Uncle Mark. Or, or, just or it's like, there. or it's like the uncle that <laughs> the you don't, that you don't mess with. <laughs> like the uncle that when you're getting bullied, you're like, hey, you don't want to mess with me. My uncle will f you up, and then you show them mean Uncle Mark <laughs> <laughs> shows up to the playground. I, I gotta ask in return. What, what, what's your Sting. All right. I mean, I think Alex. Yeah. Right. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna go Sting number one. Obviously. Alex right. No, I too was gonna say Ric Flair. Okay. Now, <clears throat> here's here's a weird one. Just because I've heard that he is the closest thing living to Chris Farley, Otis from Heavy Machinery. All right. I. Not only do I accept that answer, I absolutely can picture that. Like yeah, I think we need we will need two turkeys, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the caterpillar will be at Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, that's how you know he does that right into cutting the turkey. Caterpillar's right up to the table, grabs the knife, starts carving the bird. Uh, yeah, I mean that was good. Yeah, I like that question. That was a nice job. Nice, we nice both had uh, holiday quick answers, spirit, so. <laughs> holiday spirit question there, Johnny boy. All right. With that being said, what do you think? Time for that hashtag deep dive. I think so. And All this right. week, it is sponsored by Create a Pro Wrestling. December twentieth, Create a Pro Wrestling returns to Hicksville, New York. Featuring the CAP champion VSK, the CAP TV champion Chris Statlander, Bear Country, CPA, Alex Reynolds, and of course, yours truly, one half of the CAP Tag Team Champions. All of this and more, so don't miss out. Tickets are flying fast, so head over to creativeprowrestling.com and get yours today. Santa's Slay. Santa's Slay. And Slade will even be on the show. He will slay. Ooh. Have, slay have you seen Slade? And, have you seen him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's I watched him, someone uh, I would love to get on here. I, I want to know what that guy plays as a video game. He plays the ribs of his enemies as a xylophone. That's what he plays. <laughs> the video game plays him. <laughs> All right. So this week, like we said... We are playing WWE Survivor Series for the Game Boy Advanced, published by THQ, developed by Natsume, released in October 12th of 2004 in the United States, you and know, November 19th. You know what date that is, right? No, I think you gotta That's remind me. It's something else, too. Your wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's the day that I got married. Yeah, it's, that's... That's a big day. We should have, we totally dropped the ball on this. Yeah, I was too busy, you know, getting married, talking to you we on the phone. We should have done a live episode on 
this game at your wedding. Uh, so yeah, this game was released October 12th, 2004 in the United States and November 19th in 2004 in Europe. It is the sequel to Road to WrestleMania and Road to WrestleMania 18. Now, Road and- to WrestleMania, the first one for Game Boy Advance, that was my game. I used to bring the Game <clears throat> Boy Advance everywhere with me i remember specifically going to like an off-broadway play with my parents and i think i played it the entire time (laughs) so it's a little bit older because it's not quite attitude era it's kind of like a little bit after so there's only one and it's, it's a game that we've done it's actually the only other handheld game that we've done uh king of the ring is the only game boy wrestling game that i've ever done and i'm not including nacho libre as a handheld because it's a weird fine line of movie wrestling so we're gonna say king of the ring was the only other mobile handheld game that we've done in terms of uh pro wrestling wwe wcw tna i also had attitude on the game boy color so i had that way before this one by a couple years now wasn't there one of those games where like you could insert the Game Boy cartridge into that Game Boy reader for the N64 and like transfer characters. Or is that like a pitched thing for No Mercy a, that I had read about? I think that wasn't that like a Pokemon game or something? No, they so they made that thing for like Pokemon Stadium where you can load in your cartridge and you can like throw in your Pokemon into Pokemon Stadium, like actually have your yeah, Pokemon from never worked the Game Boy. But I I either you could either do it with WrestleMania 2000 or it was a feature that they were going to try to do for No Mercy and then it just like didn't happen. But I remember very like vividly as a kid like reading online like this is a thing that you can do or will be able to do and I never owned the portable game so I never had like any hands-on experience. Now the uh, attitude game was pretty terrible as you could imagine. You could only do really like a suplex and a body slam. Very okay. old school. It's Game Boy Color, so you can't really expect much. It's coming up. We're going to do that soon, too. Yeah. WWE Survivor Series was also the last WWE video game released for a Nintendo handheld console until WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2008 for the DS in 2007. Oh, so that's the one featuring ECW. I didn't even know that came out on the Nintendo DS. Bobby Lashley's on the cover, right? Bobby Lashley, Cena, and The Undertaker. I actually had this for the PSP. Yeah, so I had this for the PS3 uh, in in college. I remember very much playing this in my dorm room. I remember creating Billy Gunn on the PSP version for some reason. Are you an ass man? I... No comment. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, wow, the DS version actually looks pretty good. I feel like the DS gets a bad rap because it's a portable, but... The DS actually doesn't have that bad graphics for, you know, what it is. The bottom screen was the touchscreen, right? Yeah. So what's interesting here is the top screen had the health meter. The bottom screen, which is the touchscreen, is what had the good, like, decent graphics and the match gameplay. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. This is one you could, like, light people on fire and stuff. This is great. CM Punk is in it with the long hair. Mr. So... I'm pretty Kennedy. sure this is the series. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure SmackDown vs. Raw is the series where you could have that moving grapple system where you could pick your opponent up in a powerbomb and then just walk around with them for 
Yeah, that was kind of annoying, though. Oh, no, I love that because the, it glitched out in Hell in the Cell, and you could throw them off a power, like, do a Batista bomb off the edge of the cell, and they would fall down through the table on the bottom, and it wasn't like a cutscene how it is now. Like, it was a glitch, and you oh, yeah. weren't supposed to be able to do it. <laughs> Hours of my life lost doing that. It just, because you, anything. If it was a drop-type move, they were going off the edge. Yeah. Well, that Throwing was hammers the, off the I top think, of the cell. That was one of the two games I had for PSP. So, so talking about the roster now. With it being two years since the last Game Boy Advance WWE game, the roster is very different from the previous one and actually includes eight Raw and eight SmackDown wrestlers. Do you want to you half and half of this? Do you want to take either... Raw or SmackDown, and I'll do the other one? Yeah, you take Raw, I'll take SmackDown. Okay. So for Raw, you have Chris Jericho, Christian, Edge, Chris Kane, Randy Orton, Shawn Michaels, Triple H. In SmackDown, you have Booker T, Chavo Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero, John Cena, Kurt Angle, Rey Mysterio, Rob Van Dam, and The Undertaker. Now, there are also three NPCs in this game. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's the WWE. There is a brand split. You have Vince McMahon. You have Paul Heyman, who is the SmackDown general manager. And you have Eric Bischoff, who is your Raw general manager as well. They just kind of pop up on the screen and yell at you. They're not actually uh, ever ringside, I don't think. Yeah, but they're present. It's, they're, it's, present. they're there. They're involved. Venues, also very, very surprisingly good in this game. Yeah, the, the heavy hitters. You have Raw, SmackDown, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. That's it. That's all you need, the big four and the shows. Yeah. There's also a tournament arena in there. Oh, really? It's kind of just a generic WWE arena. All right, so in terms of game modes... This was odd. We had to actually like dig to find these. Yeah, this is way harder to find than you would think because it's not it's not where I expected it to be. But you have a one-on-one match, you have a submission match in either a singles or a tag style, you have over the top rope, you have three and four-way matches, three on three, cage match, handicap, hardcore, tournament, iron man, and custom. There's also three stages of hell where you could choose three different match types and three stages of it's, hell. It's, it's like match stipulations, though. It's not like you could do like a singles match and then a cage match and then a hardcore match. It's like, okay, first is a one fall, then the next one's over the top rope, and then the next one's a submission-only match. It's not like a true three stages of hell like what you'd expect to see on like a pay-per-view or television, but it gets the job done. It's an extra little feature. Yeah, I'm okay with boy. it. Yeah. So like many other games with the Game Boy Advance, there is link cable support for up to four players to play this game. And boy, do I How annoying was the, the link cable. Link cables. I, you know what? I kind of miss it. No. Be- <laughs> I don't miss I, it at all. You know why I miss it? 
because it was a solid connection. You didn't have to deal with Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. It was just like, if my cable is plugged in and your cable is plugged in, I know that we're connected and I don't have to worry about like the internet or the server going down. I still feel like it didn't work half the time. I feel like eventually they got it. I feel like by the Game Boy Advance, they got it. Yeah, I actually had the hub that had the four connectors for the link cable, but I never knew like four people that had the same game that wanted to actually play the same game. That is the saddest thing I've ever heard my no, entire I mean, life. <laughs> what are you going to do with four players in like Pokemon? Nothing. No, I know. You could battle. Yeah, I mean, or you're going to do trade. like one-on-one. Oh no, my beer's empty. What do I do? Your beer's empty. You go get yeah. a new one. Yeah, we'll take a I break and stop. I'll... No, take a break. We'll be right back. I gotta go get another beer. I'm gonna okay. hit. Should I let it go or? No, let it go. Okay, I'll be right back. So. Just, uh. Me and, uh. Me and, me and you guys now. Just, uh. Sipping on. Sipping on my whiskey. Nice and smooth. All right, we'll we'll wait for George. All right, and we're back. And we're back. All right, so now you got what a new I'm Shinabala, nope. whatever the hell it's called. So now we are drinking Graveyard Smash. By Sand City Brewery from Northport, New York. It is a pumpkin ale brewed with real pumpkin and spices. And it comes in at a gentleman's 7.2% alcohol by volume. So, in other words, you're going to get a little little silly on us. Yep. And then, you know, we're just going to do a little bit of these. Ah. Oh, hell yeah. You know, at 3.16 every day, I try to text the Creator Pro guys, because I know at least CPA is listening, and I say, it's 3.16, drink up, and I send, like, a Stone Cold gif. I don't think anyone's caught on that I try to do it, like, every day. <laughs> well, because if you're going to make a Stone Cold reference, there's no better person to get that than, than CPA. Exactly. That's why I do it. He is the friendliest of show friends. We got to have him on. What do you say? Oh, yeah. What do you say in two weeks when we cover WCW Backstage Assault, we have the dumpster man himself, CPA, come join us? Wow. You, are you calling him out right now in the pod? I think I'm calling him out. Wow. He has to wear pants. See, I feel though. like that's, that's like thing. a certain thing that you get to do that I can't do because you're a wrestler and I'm not. I'm calling like, you, you out. To, yeah. Like you can like, like, you know what, CPA? Come on my podcast. We're playing Backstage Assault. It's on. Start doing like a Scott Steiner math promo. I I have to call out like someone who's like Oboe Kenny G or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, dude, my friends will not let that go that you thought Kenny G was an Oboe player. Who knows that he was a sax player? Literally everyone. (laughs) Everyone. He is famous for playing the saxophone. You made me question it because I was like, clarinet? What? (laughs) What? Yeah. All right. Well, I think we should get back to the game. There's only there's only two really quick other little points before we get into Johnny Clash's favorite section. We're going to talk about story mode very briefly. 
The story mode was changed to accompany the WWE's brand extension from 2002, meaning that players could choose a particular brand to get to the top before switching brands to conquer the other brand, which means you could start on SmackDown and then switch to Raw, vice versa. And the story mode was also changed in that winning matches wasn't necessarily the main aim. Instead, the aim of the game was to give out a good match and make matches less one-sided. So, you know, storytelling, as you'd like to say multiple times during our playthrough. Storytelling. <laughs> storytelling, it's key. Shawn Michaels hits an elbow drop, he hits the sweet chin music. Sometimes not necessarily in that order, but those two things happen every single match. And every single match I had to say, storytelling. <laughs> storytelling. <laughs> We got them oh. right here. I'm pointing to my palm. Pointing to my palm. We got it. them right, right here, here. Right in the palm of your hands. It's, it's a podcast, but I can see it in my mind's eye. I'm out of whiskey. Do we take another pause break? No, I'm good. No, pause break. Go get it. All right. If I'm Go having here. a separate beer. Here's a fun fact that you definitely can't put in the episode because fuck, 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 shit, fuck, 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 is uh, I spilled my fucking beer on my fucking sweatshirt and I probably, you're pro- I hear you laughing. <laughs> my headphones are still in their wireless. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm back. So the whiskey's running a little low. The soda's running a little low. So I got myself just a Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. So ah, here we go. All right. All right. All right, so with that being said, now that we are refilled and refueled, I think you need to take us through the reception of WWE Survivor Series. So there was a lot of disappointment in this game due to its lack of any like changes from Road to WrestleMania X8. So Road to WrestleMania, the first one, was very cartoony, very, like, very, I don't know how to describe it. It didn't have any realism to it. It was kind of all illustrated, whereas X8 and now this game, Survivor Series, try to take a more realistic approach, which I think the game is visually okay, especially for a Game Boy Advance game. Isn't WrestleMania X8 that game for the GameCube that you said that, like, we have to play? That's just WrestleMania X8. This is Road to WrestleMania X8. Uh, Road to WrestleMania X8 is like, wow, I'm looking at screenshots of it right now. It doesn't look that different. Right. It's but very similar. the roster is significantly different. You got yeah, Hulk Hogan specifically. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm even looking. You got American, American Badass Undertaker, Bubba Ray Dudley, Kevin Nash. Yeah, so at least the roster changed drastically even if the gameplay didn't so you could kind of consider it just an upgrade from road to wrestlemania x8 with a roster change which is completely fine that's that's like the main goal every year like that's that's what uh, smackdown vs raw series did it's they took a solid foundation of a game added new features updated and expanded the roster and then every year they just built upon that more and more and really that's what makes a good game series great is that you you are aware of your pros and you fix your cons and you just add new features to make each year better bigger and better so 
I see that as a win. Yeah, so I'm seeing here that Road to WrestleMania X8 was the most successful out of the three Game Boy Advance games in regards to both sales and reviews. So if it's actually held in that high of a regard and then nothing changes the next year other than the roster, it doesn't make yeah. it like improve. There's no need to. Yeah, then I, I get, though, that people are kind of disappointed. Like, okay, we got this great game and now we're getting just something different with the current roster. Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, if they had added more features or a little bit, you know, maybe if they put like a hell in the cell in it or something like. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do, I guess, the way the game's situated. But it also yeah. excluded the shop zone feature, which is in X8, where you could unlock like merchandise, kind of like No Mercy, how you had a Smackdown Mall where you could unlock wrestlers, shirts, characters, all that. Okay, yeah. You know what I noticed that there was a severe lack of in this game, and I don't know if just maybe because it was a mobile game, they didn't think to do it. There's no divas. No, I always wondered that. I mean, I guess that's just developing a new char- character model. And if it's already I mean, a small enough roster, that means you could only really have one or two of them, and then that kind of that's yeah. kind of lame because then they only wrestle each other. Yeah, that's true. But it's just something that I noticed compared to like all the other games. And I feel like that might be the trend we'll have to see when we get into the DS and the PSP. But I think for original Game Boy to Game Boy Advance, I don't think there's any female characters on any of the, the mobile games. I guess it's just another sprite they got to animate. Yeah, we'll see what happens when we get to the next gen. Another main criticism of this is kind of the lack of creative mode. But I think if you're expecting a creative mode in a game like this, then you're kind of in the wrong place. Yeah, this is not a game that I would expect to have uh, a creative mode. I get the later games on the PSP and the DS. There's a little more space to kind of add that stuff. But I don't know. I'm, it's not something I would expect with a Game Boy Advance game. And it's not something I would be like, oh, it's not here. I mean, it goes back to what we are just saying about the Divas. I would assume that cartridge size had some bearing in terms of what content they could put on. So if they're not going to put Divas in the game, I also really don't have high expectations for a creative suite. No, I mean, what would you do? Change the color of the tights and the hair? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and it's not like there's a million different moves for each wrestler as it is. So I feel like even the creative mode, it would almost be like in King of the Ring, where it's just you pick you. You. And you change your stats a little bit, and that's really it. It's not a full customized suite like what we're used to now, like the 2K series. It's, you know, for lack of a better term, a dumbed-down version of it. Which is fine. What about those reviews? Okay, so our what favorite. What do the critics of critics think? Metacritic. Gives it a 55 out of 100. Game Informer, a 7.5 out of 10. Game okay. Spot, 5.6 out of 10. Game Zone, 4.5 out of 10. IGN, 6 out of 10. NGC Magazine, 2 out of 5 stars. And Nintendo Power gives it a 2.1 out of 5. These are all over the place. Yeah, they're a little rough. I mean, really only one decent score which was game informer so i guess we could see who was paid for their review um i mean ign's not horrible ign's a little better than yeah it's you know it's a mobile game most people don't expect much from a mobile game it's like a six or a seven for a mobile game i'm considering a win 
Yeah, I mean, it's what you take from it. I mean, I, like I said, I used to play these when I was out and bored when my mom was shopping or, you know, something I didn't want to do. I'd, if I'm sitting home playing, I would play for a little bit, but then I would switch to a console. Yeah, but, you know, in a pinch, on a drive, going on vacation, or like you said, you get dragged to uh, an off-Broadway play and you're not really interested in watching it. This is, mobile games come in handy. They, they were exactly. there when you needed them. They exactly. may not be your first choice, but they are your backup. Speaking of, me and my wife had an intense Tetris battle after dinner tonight, and I spanked her. Oh, man. I, part of me, I'll be honest with you, part of me wanted you to tell me that she beat you. It was, it was close. I got up to level 11, I think, and she got to 9. Because then this would be the Game Marks podcast with George Feast and Mrs. Clash. Yeah, she was, she was pretty good, though. Talked the talk, and she walked the walk. You know, She speaking, just didn't know I was a Tetris master. Speaking of Mrs. Clash, if you want to hear Clash's wife... And my wife hosts an entire episode of this podcast. Whew. That's a tier that you guys could unlock in Game Barry. Not even joking. Like, that's a real thing that will happen. They will play a game. They will review the game. They will do everything that we do in an episode. And we are only $500 away from that. We'll just be there to laugh and direct press, them through the episode. <laughs> press the record button. Yep. Hit R. <laughs> yeah. So, George, now that you see these ratings, now that we played the game, do you want to go through our experience of playing before we share our rating of it? Yeah. Okay. So, this game may be, at the time of recording, the best mobile wrestling game that I've ever played. Granted, I've only played two prior, but I was way more impressed with the features and the graphics of this game than I expected to when I heard it was a Game Boy Advance title because I had played other Game Boy Advance games. Animations were cool. The movesets were not super in-depth, but it, you know, felt you know, nice. Like I, I felt like the responsiveness of the game was, was right. There was no lag. The audio, I gotta tell you, there's just something about like an 8-bit or MIDI version of wrestling theme songs. Just you kind of like get excited sm- to hear them. It just like puts a smile on my face. It's, it's just something ever since Royal Rumble on the Super Nintendo, hearing Tatanka's ridiculous theme in 8-bit <laughs> form. Oh, man. Something just ever since then. Mini, mini wrestling themes. My, all, all about it. Yeah, it's just cool to hear like, oh, I wonder how they did it. And then it's like, oh, this one's awesome. Which we both popped for Randy Orton having Evolution's theme song. Because it sounds great. Like Christians, yeah. I think, is the, the worst of all of them. And that's not even that bad. Like it took me a, a long time to realize... That it was Christian's theme song? That's because he had like nine iterations of the same song before yeah. All right. he got the good one. Quick, quick tangent. Best Christian theme song. I'm a big story of the year fan, so I got to go with that one. Okay. You're not wrong, because that's great. But I am a real big fan of the first split theme song when he's got the Christian. No, no, no. Christian. No, you got to do it. You got to do it if you're going to do it. 
I can't. It's it's eleven forty seven at night. Give me it. Give me it. <laughs> We're drinking Let's for a reason. Yes. <laughs> but just that that guitar riff is great. The intro to the to the song itself is great. For some reason, I have always loved that Christian theme. Uh, but yeah. So that being said. Oh, the finishers. We didn't talk about the finishers. We did not. So the finishers for me were actually kind of great. RKO looks like an RKO. Sweet Chin Music looks like Sweet Chin Music. Tombstone Power Driver looks like the Tombstone Power Driver. It's not like you have to guess. It's not like there's any kind of tricking or, you know, a suplex looks like a suplex. Every move looks like what it's supposed to be. It's not like some weird janky mobile version of the move that you're like oh if i squint it kind of looks like he's doing the move yeah i mean i think it took us a couple of games to actually like settle in and know what we were doing and actually hit the moves because at first we were just getting whooped and we're like oh, oh okay. yeah we got okay. stomped the first like, like four or five here? matches yeah well i think once we settled in it was fine and then we could actually like okay i'm gonna hit the ropes i'm gonna do this and we knew our way around the game. Yeah. And like I said, for a mobile game, I thought this was pretty fun. I don't know how you feel, but I that's why this next that's why this next part's coming up where I ask you, what was your experience with this game? How did you feel about it? I didn't like how hard it was to find like the cage match and the submission match and all that. You kind of had to go through a few steps. Um the story yeah, mode is the typical, you know, Nintendo Game Boy Advance story mode. There's not going to be much to it. There's not going to be a big storyline. It's kind of just Eric Bischoff's PNG with no background floating over a crowd saying like, hey, join this tournament I'm doing. And, you know, that's really it. You work your way up to the belt you want, and that's it. You can't expect much from that, but I think they did a good job of giving you what you wanted without selling it short. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So... To say I agree with these ratings, some of them, yeah. I would say it's definitely above like a halfway point because it is. Yeah, a fun I don't game. agree with like a 2.1 out of 5. Like, I feel like that's. That's like, a little low, especially for an Nintendo The game's magazine. not broken. Like, for me, for like a 2.5, like the game has to be broken. It has to be not what what is advertised. Like, it needs to be like an absolute like deceptive game where like. I wanted a wrestling game and you gave me like a Final Fantasy game. Like it, it's right. nothing like what was advertised. This this is a wrestling game. It plays like a wrestling game. It feels like a wrestling game. It looks like a wrestling game. It must be a wrestling game. Oh, uh, uh, old timey. I thought it was cool. I enjoy seeing, especially now, John Cena's like word life theme song and all that. I think this is pretty. Which oddly translates really well to the MIDI track. i blown away. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I had I had fun. I actually had someone today on Twitter who left us a review tell me that our system is bugged with the Play It Forever Future Endeavor because obviously we're going to like Future Endeavor, the first version of the games, and we're going to like the second version of the games. I See, I don't think that's true at all. Think of like a Day of Reckoning. The first one, I'll play it forever. I, I've said it on the episode, I'll play it forever. Whereas World yeah. Tour, we're not going to play it because it lacks so much. Well, here's a, a big spoiler. Um, 
every game from NWO Revenge to No Mercy, playing them all forever. And I think I'm the same way with the SmackDown series. The whole way through, I'm going to play it forever. Oh, yeah. And it's not, it's like WrestleMania 2000 is better than Revenge, and No Mercy is better than both of them. But each of them have their pros, and each of them have features that make them unique to the other ones. Like we were saying before, they took a great base game and just built upon it, expanded the roster, added new features each year. SmackDown series did the same thing. SmackDown vs. Raw series did the same thing. 2K, to a certain extent, has done the same thing. It's what makes a good series a game series. It doesn't mean that that most current version is going to be the best version, but it's, a, and it's an attempt to make it the standout version of it. Exactly, and I cannot wait to see uh, <laughs> Matt Hardy do that 450 when we play WrestleMania 2000. Because you know he's <laughs> not ever doing a 450 in real life. Uh, there, there are some games that I almost wish we never have to play because I feel like it's only downhill from there. And that whole AKI THQ series, I like almost never want to play just because they're so iconic. And I feel like there's nothing else after that. Like that's the series finale for us. Yeah, I, I actually have a plan and I've talked to you about it off the podcast. And I think that that's a pretty solid plan. Yeah, we'll get to them. Yeah, they're, they're coming. Don't think that we're not going to play it. It's just one of those, they're so iconic that we have to give them, give them their spot. Right. Um, anyway, with all that, George, do we want to do what we did last week where we say it at the same time? Same time? All right. Do you want to count it in or do you want me to count it in? I'll count it in this time. All right, count it in. So WWE Survivor Series for the Game Boy Advance. Would we play it forever or future endeavor? One, two, three. Play, play it, it forever. forever. Woo! Wow, so we're both playing it forever. That is, you know what I want to do? I want to get a, a, a record of how many times we agree. Because I think that, at least for me, I didn't think it was going to be something that happened often. Yeah. And I feel like we have the same opinion on a lot of games. I think I need to get a little infographic going like I did for Clash at the Feast. Give everyone yeah. a little, just an update on what we've said. We'll future endeavor or play it forever. So. Oh, Cl- Clash at the Feast, that ranking, though. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I made a mistake last week and said you were up 7 to 5, but it was actually 8 Dang. to 5. So as of right now, you're up nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, because this is a uh, Game Boy Advance title, and we do not both own Game Boy Advance or a link we, cable, or link cable, because it is 2019. But I hope to bounce back next week because next week is going to be one of my favorite series of wrestling games. <sighs> George, what are we playing? Next week on the podcast, we are playing the PlayStation Classic, Def Jam Vendetta. Yes. For the PlayStation 2 People are 2 asking if we're going to play these games, and we are playing these games. I am going to take Method Man, and I am going to crush you. So you may actually take this next week because I have never played this series in my entire oh, life. Oh, my God. This is one of the greatest games. One of the greatest series. Underrated. Criminally underrated. People are asking, like, oh, are you going to play these? They're not really wrestling games. But they are. The first Def Jam Vendetta is done all in a wrestling ring. 
Meanwhile, I mean, Fight for New York is not really in a wrestling ring. It's kind of a crowd, which one of the coolest features, I'll get into this now, instead of ropes, you whip the person into the crowd and they push you back. What? Yeah. So it's kind of like a John Cena, Eddie Guerrero parking lot brawl. You whip the guy and a guy in the crowd just kind of pushes you back towards the guy. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Yeah, so it's these little things that are going to make us love these games. You say love, but I feel like that's not love. That's love. I feel like, uh, I mean, I'm excited because it's games that I've never played, but, ooh. You'll see. All right. I'm excited, though, because uh, the only thing I know about the Def, Jam, the Def Jam series is that Snoop Dogg's in them. and uh, His name is Crow. I feel like kicking some ass is Snoop Dogg, so. You have to unlock him. His name is Crow, and he's dressed like a big pimp. Well, we're absolutely unlocking him so I can kick your ass to Snoop Dogg. But that's going to do it for us here this week on the Game Marks Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Game Marks Pod. Please leave us a review and a rating on iTunes and subscribe to us wherever great podcasts can be found. And if there is a platform that you listen to your podcast on and we're not on it, please let us know because we will do our best to get on there. And just remember, this holiday, the GameWorks Podcast is partnering with two great organizations to make sure brave children are able to enjoy the holiday season. Check out GameMarksPod.com slash donate to find out more. Thanks for hanging out with us this week, guys. We'll see you next week for Def Jam Vendetta. Say goodbye, Johnny. Game over, Marks. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.